Well, howdy, everybody. How are you? It is Jeremiah, your best friend, your long-lost pal, and I'm back with another episode of Oh, Jeremiah Talks. It is the podcast where my wife and I, the band Oh, Jeremiah, literally just talk to each other, and we've missed you. Uh, but we have a fresh new episode for you. We talk about just about everything. I can tell this was an old school, like, hey, babe, what are you feeling? And we bounce all over the place. We start with Groundhog Day, and we just we just run the gamut. So I hope that you are in the mood to just sit with your, with your best friends and just jabber, because that's what we got for you. Uh, I want to say, if you're in Athens, Georgia... Come to our show. It's tomorrow night at the Lewis Room. It's We're playing with the band Lighthearted. We are so excited about it. So go check that out. And if not, if you're not in town, if you're somewhere else, uh, go be friends with us on Patreon. Uh, there, There's bonus content every podcast episode. I'm writing a book, and I'm releasing the chapters once a month on Patreon. And uh, we have new music that releases once a month on Patreon. Uh, they're demos, but they're... Uh, they're new songs, you know, like we are showing you LP3 before anyone else. So if you're into that, uh, see how it all starts in demo form over on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash Jeremiah. Okay, let's get into it. New episode coming in right now. Let's go. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I we can together. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is so good to be back with my loving wife, Erin. Thank you. As we, it's we, me. we, this is our third attempt at starting the podcast. I just so, want to go ahead and put that out there. Yeah, I don't even want to repeat the groundhog story. Can we, we were just talking, start fresh? No, I, I feel like I need to talk about the groundhog. We were talking about Groundhog Day. <laughs> Freaking Groundhog Day. And I'm, yeah, every time ahead, it gets tell to us. this point of the year, as soon as Groundhog Day hits, and I when get, is it? It was the second, I think. It was like a week ago. Oh, so it already happened? It already happened. But apparently there is this fictional or real groundhog that walks outside and he's like, dude, where's my shadow? Oh, there it is. Cool. Six more weeks of winter. Good story, dude. But my question is, has I... there ever been a time where the groundhog was like, dude, where is it? Of course. Of course. You think so? Yeah, babe. How? Why I th- do you I think... say that? It, think... It's weird to me that you were so sure like, is the groundhog a vampire and it can't see its reflection? Like, what do you do? How does he not see a shadow? Does he come out at night? I I don't fully understand the groundhog story as a whole. So I'd rather we change topics. Okay, that's great. Because I'm going to give a lot of misinformation. Here's what I know to be true. Every February, <laughs> I'm like, Ugh, shut it down. I say I love winter, but we don't have a fireplace, so... I'm kind of over it at this point, and Netflix fireplace logs can only do so much for my soul. And I'm in our warmest blanket right now. I have socks on. I'm doing everything I can to warm myself. Yeah. But I can't. Also, and there's nothing less relaxing than the opening musical phrase of the fire log thing on Netflix. Thank you. When yes. it's like, it's 20 times louder than anything else on Netflix. Yep. And then, so you turn it way down, and then you can't hear the crackling, so you have to, like, monitor the logs. Right. 
I guess that's kind of realistic because with a real fireplace, you have to monitor different aspects of the logs, not their sound per se. Um, I would love to catch everyone up on what we've been up to. Oh, you over the winter talk? Yeah, okay. I, feel, I feel like you are. Well, can I can I paint a picture? You were in a turtleneck sweater. Thank you. Overalls. Thank you. Wrapped in a. Uh, I don't know what would you call it? the thickest blanket you can imagine. Mm-hmm. It me looks, and noodles, I would. I it would looks say, like you're wrapped in noodles. That's, yes, I would say me and noodles actually fight over this blanket in the winter. Yeah, I I'll come in so the living too. room and she is, she is, taking over the entire blanket, and I have to like picnic table blanket her like. Yeah. Or, you know, what that's, what's that called where you do the funk? Where you're like... You, <laughs> you just nailed it. It's called the funk. <laughs> where you you pull the cloth out from under all of the things. Yeah, come on, Noodles. You can sit by me. I'd love for you to. If you try to steal this blanket, I send you back. <laughs> um, Speaking of that, we actually started watching The Office again for the first time since it was taken off Netflix. Oh, speaking of that joke that I made yes. that was not original. Thank yes, that was not, that was not original. But how are you feeling getting back into love The it. Office? Do you love it? You wanted to skip season one, and I said, heck no. I think that season's so funny. I think it it doesn't become the show until season two. Yeah, of course. But it's funny to see them floundering trying to decide on their characters. You love the season one. I think season one is all cringe, very little joke. Also, because they can't, they don't know what's going on yet. Except Pam and Jim, I think, are the most consistent characters of the entire show. Oh, for sure. But... The thing that blows my mind is when we started it over, I was like, oh, this show isn't that old. But some of the jokes they got away with that would never happen now Mm -hmm. make me feel like the show is more dated than it really is. Like a 90s show? Yeah. It's like a 90s show where you're like, wow, Michael Scott said what? But it really came out in the 2000s? I think it came out in the 2000s. I can look. 2003. Are you guessing? Yes. I like that. Oh, I, by the way, I guessed the wordle for today, not to brag. Oh, you like guessed it? I guessed it very quickly. Don't tell me. Okay, I won't. The Office. But I'm really enjoying it. We First guess, 2003. Second guess, 2007. You only get one guess. Which guess would you like? 2003. Okay, it's 2005. <gasps> I, I was close. We have our first full band show since In... pandemic and well and well I honestly don't that. remember the last full band show that we did. I don't either. Wait. Surely it wasn't AthFest. It's been over three years. Yeah. No, it wasn't AthFest. It had to have been when we played with like Greg or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. At Callahan's or something like that. Yeah, it's got to be something like that. But it's been years. It's been literal years. And it's been really fun like prepping for that. Like, I, I you know, I've rehearsed with Isaac the drummer like five times now and, and it's y'all just are like buddies and we're we're actually friends so it, it's really fun to be able to like go into a room but we're playing joymonger for the first time which is bananas to me like oh, with, like with a band yeah with a band like i'll i'll tell isaac like i'll be like playing i'm like oh dude you're like playing that part wrong and then i go and listen to the record and i'm like no that is exactly what the part is <laughs> it's just one it goes to show how long it's been since we've released that album and how our, I think, music, musical abilities have changed or our taste has changed a good bit or maybe we would do things differently than we did whenever we recorded it. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that is exactly what I, what I was getting at. And I think that's okay because I think I, I shared this with you a couple weeks ago. Like I attended this. Sem- did I already talk about this? I don't know. Uh, 
the concept of she was basically saying in regards to like working with clients with like nutrition stuff if you were to look back at old recommendations and be like ashamed or like a little bit embarrassed by what you recommended and be like oh I wish I would have done that differently that's a sign that you're growing and so I think that in mm. regards to our music we listen to some of the drum parts and we're like oh we probably wouldn't have done that that's a sign that we're growing in or you're even growing in your producing. Yeah, I think there there's one song in particular that I'm like, man, I wish I could get another crack at that. But it it's interesting because when we were in the studio, I was like, oh, it's never going to be better than this. Like, and that's the feeling you have. Like, whenever a stand up comedian, and that's the feeling you want. Yeah, that's so like, that's what we're going. So for. so there's like no regrets, right? Yeah, no regrets. But uh, <laughs> it's it's really getting to venture back into that like time in our lives with this show has been really cool. And we were playing American Honey, which is the last song we released, which we recorded in like April of 2020. And uh, maybe that was the timeline. I can't even remember. But it's like, a, it's like a year and a half old to me, but it just released. And the bass player... It was August. It was August. Mm-hmm. Okay. The bass player was playing the bass part. And he was like, this song is like really dope. And like hearing him play the bass part that I wrote... It was like, oh, I can't believe I came up with that. So it's like, there's like... Because po- you, I was like, wait, you did the bass part of American Honey. Yeah. But it's really cool because like in the same way you go, oh man, I would never do that again. You can also go, I can't believe that I managed to do that. Like you can have both. Yeah. I remember that trip really well. Why did we travel during the pandemic? Who knows? Wait, what do you mean? Like we, we didn't we travel went- for American Honey. We traveled for Pretty Boy. We went to Nashville for Pretty Boy. Okay, so Nashville was like August. Yeah. Of 2020. Yeah, American Honey we did in this room. We did travel for that. Why did we do that? Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think we were just like chasing normalcy. We were like losing our minds at, at that point. Yeah, American Honey was here. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember that summer going up to Nashville to the that studio we went to with yeah. our friend. And, yeah. Um, and it being hot out because I remember I... Or hot-ish, because I had just gotten my hair cut. And you got, you got gluten-free fried chicken, which was like, oh my gosh. Oh, that was a party. And it's yeah. also whenever I got my floral, like, romper situation, and I used to wear that, like, every day. It's amazing to me how much you remember except the song we went to record. No, now I remember the violin part. Yeah. And that was and a really fun change. time, too. Yeah, the key change. We performed which is that hilarious key change for the first band. time with the full band. And we were all like, are we going to land this? We were we... trying to find the note. We were like, <laughs> we need to uh, practice that fart several times. Yes. We rehearsal will. is tonight. Yeah, we have our last rehearsal. It feels like a big deal to be able to play a show with a band after so much time. And I don't know, the pandemic is my least favorite thing to talk about, but it is entering this new phase where it's like, okay, we're, we're going, we're doing it. I talked to the venue owner and I was like, dude, um, are you worried that we'll have to cancel? He's like, it's going to take a lot for me to want to cancel. Like, yeah, we know what we know now. Like live music needs to come back. Yeah. And it was really, I, I was on the phone. I got set up with this venue owner in Florida as we're trying to book shows, we're trying to get back out there. Oh, yeah. So nice. We don't so, even know him, but I feel like he's going to be so nice to us. It was so awesome. He he calls me and he's like, hey, man, I want to get you in. Um, I want you to play two nights so that way I can pay you what you're worth. And I want it to be a great time. And I'm like, dude, what in the world? Like, why are you being so nice? Yeah. And he said, man, I was 
a touring musician before pandemic and I want to tour again too. And as like the way he said it was, you are, you get told to get a real job your whole life. And then you find a way to manage to get an audience the way that everyone said you couldn't. Mm. And then this virus comes through and shuts down all of your momentum of this thing that you've been working your whole life towards. Well, he was like speaking directly to you. And I was like, uh, do you want me to cry? And then he was just like, I just think we all need to give each other a break. And it was just really cool, you know, like, and I feel like, I like also the simplicity of that. Yeah. It's just the heartbreak of all of it. Like maybe now we get to get a rebate on, on some of that. So speaking of that, because uh-huh. that's, so we have full band show coming up, but then we have a lot of duo shows or a few duo shows coming up in April. Yeah. Um, that's where my train of thought is going, because I would like you to give us an update on Ruben the uh, van. Ruben the van. Oh, what a great question. Thank you. So I, the, we are at the finish line, and we've been at the finish line because I've been putting it off because I've been working on producing. I've been working on mixing, and I'm, like, treating it like I'm in grad school right now. So I'm taking it really seriously. I'm not hanging out with people. I'm just on my computer, like, learning stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, my friend Kyler and I... He's like, he just had a baby and he's like, dude, I need to do something with my hands. Can I nail something or can I, can I drill? And I was like, dude, I've been putting off putting in this bed. Do you want to put in a bed? And he's like, let's go. So I find this YouTube video and this goes, this solidifies my, dude, you can do anything off of YouTube. Right. Uh, I find this guy who's created a fold away bed for the exact model Sprinter van we have. Okay. So it is um, a piece of plywood, and it it starts as a couch, but you pull it out into a bed. So mm-hmm. it's got two different modes. It's got couch mode, and it's got bed mode. Yeah. And I thought, it's genius. Like, why would you do anything else if you could do this? Yeah. And I send Kyler the video, and I'm like, bro, it's freaking couch time, bedtime. And I go to Lowe's, and I get a piece of plywood. We start jigsawing we start nailing stuff down we've got the charts we've done everything we spent about seven hours and then the bed snaps in half and kyler looks at me and he's like bro i think you got the wrong wood oh my gosh and it turns out i there's a whole part of the store at lowe's that has the good wood and i didn't even know this part of the store existed but i had gotten the wrong size the wrong thickness Man, the has wrong your confidence fluctuated through all of this uh, i know i know so sorry but i got the part from lowe's and we are doing round 2 the day after our show mm-hmm. so i'm basically going to just do everything that we did cuz our measurements were great um, our attitudes were great and the only thing that we did was uh, everything wrong so but it didn't feel like the window it didn't feel like the window because, because you've already had the window. It's funny because Kyler was there when the window happened. I know. That's why I'm like, did y'all have a similar? No, he. Uh, y'all worked so hard on that, y'all, and it looked also really well cut. Yeah, it it looks exactly the way that it's going to look, but you can't tell from the picture I sent you that we never would have been able to sleep on that. No, it was because too it was thin. too thin and it snapped. And how? I mean, are, is that the only? St- like thing that holds the mattress? No. So the way because you're making a folding bed, that's the goal. No. So it's not. So folding bed is is the wrong move. It is a. Um. It fits together like a comb, I guess you would say, and it it pulls out. So it doesn't fold. It just pulls. So it has these like fingers, like an extended. Yeah. And it sits on these steel beams. So really, what's holding the weight is the steel, but the wood re is reinforcing the steel. 
but the wood that I got was so weak, it couldn't even hold on to the steel. Yikes. So it's a very, like, I, I bought a $30 piece of wood thinking like, wow, this is so budget friendly. Yeah. And then uh, when I went back to the store, the what I should have gotten to the beginning was like a hundred bucks and you can tell the difference. Yeah. And are you going to, are we going to do like two twin beds next to each other and no, that's how it that's a great question. Collapses. I love that question. No, it's going to be a queen size bed, and we're going to get a foam mattress, and we're going to cut it in half. So not long ways, but like we're going to cut it at its belly button, so that way whenever we pull it out, it, two mattresses in a sheet will be our bed, and then when we put it in couch mode, one of them will be the back cushion, and mm-hmm. then one of them will be the butt cushion. So it's not genius. a super thick mattress. Because right. we need to be able to, like, cut it. Yeah, I think it's, like, four to five inches of foam is what it usually is. But what's is. interesting to me is, like, does that look like two twin-fitted sheets or one queen-fitted sheet? I think it's. I think the sheet is going to be loosey-goosey no matter what we do. Mm-hmm. True that. True you that. know what I mean? I'm very excited to pick out the bedding. And also because, you know, if you've been following this podcast for a long time, we tend to talk about the dentist a good bit. (laughs) Nothing but good news, though. I'm happy to report another successful trip to the dentist. Yay me. Um, But now we go together and we talk to our sweet hygienist, Nicole, who's the mom. And she likes to hear about our van life updates. And so we're going to bring it to show her next time. Because she's kind of a van lifer camper type person yeah she, she does camping with, did you sign up for the koa site thing that she told us about i did it's kind of discouraging because a koa is like 45 bucks a night very discouraging but she said if you get a membership it's cheaper did you look it's into 10 percent off yeah I oh super, that's not i know i super looked into it she made it seem like oh they will basically pay you to come no <laughs> it's a really weird experience but I guess going to the dentist that's still, now hold on that's still cheaper than a hotel Oh, which was the goal. So much. Which was the goal, and also if we had like a shower. Yeah, it's so much cheaper than a hotel, but it's our experience with the dentist is so weird now because like one, we know our hygienist and we like her, like we're buddies with her. We like schedule with her. Our room, we both get our teeth cleaned at the same time. Like I, she did that for my benefit. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the chair and you're watching, and then you're on the chair and I'm watching. It's weird. I think we know it's weird. I think everyone needs to go to the dentist with a buddy because when they ask you questions, someone else can answer on your behalf. And it's a distraction. And I noticed that my body is way more relaxed whenever I'm there. She also had, they have this new cleaning thing where they basically like pressure wash your teeth with this weird baking soda thing, but it's way faster than the, than the tooth brushing. Yeah. Um, and anyway, she's great, but I also, but I wanted to say like, we always talk about fan life with her and this time she was like, uh, she was like, here's, you know, they give you like a toothbrush and toothpaste on the way out, like to update whatever. And she gave us each two packs. And she was basically kind of like, hey, can you put this in your purse? Because she gave us extras for van lifing, which I thought was so thoughtful. That is super thoughtful. I love that. She's she, thinking about our hygiene all like all the time. She's like inviting us to RV shows and stuff. And I, I think it's a good idea. It's like how you get ideas for things. If you go to one of those shows... Yeah, I feel like I really missed an opportunity on, like, TikToking the van build. Yeah, but that just adds a whole different... Yeah, I can't do everything all the time. Maybe during pandemic if we did it, but you have a lot going on right now. I've got a lot going on, but also, like, I've been having a really weird relationship with social media where I'm noticing that, like, musicians on social media that are really successful at it, that's their job. 
like is being a social media musician. That's why they're good at it is because yeah. they ha- they're doing it all the time. Yeah. I've significantly slowed down in social media over the last few weeks because I've been so busy and I'm just like, I don't have... It takes a lot of time. I learned that like my heroes don't do social... Like the people I follow on social media are not my heroes. It's like my heroes are out... You're following do- the good social medias. Exactly. Because they're they're good at it because they're paid to be good at it. Right. And yes. I'm like... I'm not looking for my favorite band on social media. I don't even know if I follow my favorite bands. So that's a really good point because this week I went and um, if I attend a lecture that I really like the the NTP of it, like I'll go search their name or I'll search someone that I hear on a podcast. Exactly the same thing. I'm like, oh, they don't have a big social media presence. And I'm like, oh, that's because that's not their specialty. Yeah. And their specialty is the lecture that I just loved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Not the like the show that you just loved or not. Or the song not, that they wrote. Not, not to say that you can't be good at both and that if you have a good social media presence, that means that your art is bad. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But there's a reason why you follow people. I do think that those lines are getting kind of blurry, though. Like, I think the. How so? I don't know. Like. That, there's that girl that you really like. Um, she's the one that says the Elise. I like you. I like you, but I love your dog. That girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like I saw she, movie shirt. <laughs> she po- posted a video of her singing. She's a great singer. Great singer. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? She. Okay. I went through a phase of not thinking she was funny, but then I saw a suggested reel. Of And I, ha- I haven't even seen How I Met Your Father, but that's really trending right now. Mm-hmm. And she did a video of her husband. It was like my husband not watching How I Met Your Father and his <laughs> reaction to it. And it freaking got me. Like, I thought it was hilarious. But it, it whenever she was singing, I was like, oh, was this a singer-songwriter page? But she just got like really into... Being funny. Being yes, funny. Yeah. I If you look back at her earlier stuff, she used to sing way more. Yeah, and it it makes me wonder, like, is it worth being Instagram famous for something you don't like? That's not why you came here, right? You know, like that. I know, and I think that's I what's know. helping me understand my relationship with social media. It's like, what do I use social media for? What am I trying to I do? Know. That's why I think that's why I've kind of developed a relationship to it, where I'm like, I'm gonna post whenever something's on my heart to post, and then not really schedule anything else because. The idea of scheduling posts is really stressful to me. Yeah. And I know it it comes with great benefits and people love it. And, you know, I, I don't see myself personally ever being that genuine if I schedule my post. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I think some people can, but that's not for me. And so I try to usually whenever I go on a walk, that's whenever I'm like, oh, I got to say this. Yeah. And so I think that it's necessary for Something that I think might be helpful for someone else, then I'll post about it. You know what I mean? No, I know. I, for sure. I, my favorite post, like, are the ones where, like, something really strange happens to us and I, like, want to journal about it. And then it, like, comes out to, like, a funny or, like, a fun story. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, like, my favorite way. And, like, they don't even, like, quote, perform well because like no one really reads anymore. Some like, of them you used to post stories a good bit, bit and they would, like... People were like, where's your memoir? Well, now I'm actually like writing longer form stories and I'm like doing that on Patreon. But yeah, so. but it, it's funny. It started on Patreon. I mean, it started on Instagram. Like I know. It, it, the first one was whenever we got our air conditioner changed. You started 
your Instagram channel is a singing channel, you're saying, and then now it's more into storytelling. I'm joking. Sorry. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, that's kind um, of the Yeah. You also have always done, like, you've always posted about me in a really sweet way, and I think people like that. Yeah. I'm trying to back off on that, though. Mm. <laughs> that was good. No, I, like, I don't know. I feel like Instagram was designed to be a snapshot into your life. And I feel like TikTok and Instagram are morphing into like their own TV network mm-hmm. where like I saw, there's this girl that um, writes a song a day or something and I don't follow her, but she came up in my like discovery feed and she like goes to the mall and like does an improv song with a Santa Claus. And I'm like, what? what is this? You know, like content itself is just getting really, really weird. And it reminds me of that Aziz Ansari new special that we both really loved. Whenever he's like, all we care about is the content. Yeah. Like that's that's who stays or goes is who has the good content. What can you keep talking about? Yeah. For weeks at a time. Like right now, everyone is talking about Joe Rogan. And it's like, it's just content. It's just like more stuff that we get to talk about. And hmm. I'm, I'm more critical of that as I scroll through my phone because I've been on my phone so much this week. and What's your average? Oh, I don't know. Do I need to look? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. I, I, mean, you, like, I thought you were about to like shame me on the pod. but I mean, a little. Yeah, but it nothing <laughs> tells me where my mental state is more than my hours on social media. Nothing does. Because mm. like, it's almost like I'm going out of my way to ruin my day, you know? I know. Uh, lately, I don't know, in a not good way... <laughs> In a, in a way that I'm like, oh, I'm too busy. I've had days where I'm like, I haven't even checked social media. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then that, isn't that weird that the opposite's true for me is like, that's whenever I know I'm too busy. Because mm. busyness is something that you avoid. Business, busyness is something that I enjoy. Like you. It's, I can't handle it to a certain point. You're looking for cruise control. I'm looking to weave throughout the cars. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That sounds really terrible. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say I'm looking for cruise control. What would you say? A pit stop? A gas station? Maybe just like a a car. A, like a, what's a car that drives you? A self-driving car? Are you a Tesla? <laughs> looking for that <laughs> Tesla life. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyways. Okay, as we wrap up and head over to Patreon, I want you to sure. tell me the thing that you're most excited about right now. Ooh. Let's end on let's end on optimism. Let's end on drinking my Sunwink. Okay, tell the people what Sunwink is. Sunwink, the clean beverage that you can rely on. Yep. We got a mocktail pack. I'm very excited about it. Our neighbor got it instead of me, and he <laughs> kindly brought it to me, and so I gave one of them to his wife, and I regret that a little bit. <laughs> Because that is a very nice thing. As someone very awa- very well aware of, like, the shipping industry now, uh, it is very easy for someone to take a box and be like, I'm not giving this back. <laughs> I know. It's also a pricey beverage. Well, we did all of dry January. He wouldn't know that. But No, we did dry January and some before and some after. And it was really, really good for me. It was very like, easy. It was very easy, but it was also really eye-opening. It made me realize two things. This is whenever I drank. Oh, I'm sorry I cut you off. No, that's okay. Okay. Um, the two reasons I was mostly drinking. Boredom. Yep. Needing something to look forward to. Like, that kind of falls in that. Yep. And uh, because everyone else was. 
those two good things. I would say my main one is I hate whenever someone's like, dude, we should get drinks. And then I get a Coke and they're like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I'll get a Coke. And I'm like, no, dude, like, I don't like no, get you. Your ha- thing. You get have your thing. whatever it's you okay. want. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't really using it as like, I want to use it as like a, why do I want to drink? Celebratory? Yeah. Anyways, all that to say, um, like I, I'm excited about drinking on Thursday at our show. Yeah, and I drank the first time I drank was Friday at our rehearsal. Yeah, and that was like, it was but nice. Like, tonight on Monday, it's not special. I'm gonna bring a Sunwink, and we're gonna. But we still have rehearsal, and I want to make it fun, so I'm gonna bring a Sunwink yeah. because I love them. I love. Which, that... which one are you bringing? Detox ginger. No. Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. Lemon rose uplift. No, that's the one because I want to be up for this rehearsal. I really do think that it really helps with your mood. Well, when you gave me the ashwagandha thing when I had my panic attack. That's so loving of you. It was so loving. And you were like the whole time you were like, just sip it like a baby. And I was like, and the whole time you were just like, (laughs) (laughs) and the whole time you were like, that was my last one. Dang it. And I was like, I must really love him. You really do. I think that's where, that's where we should end. Okay. Let's go over to Patreon and talk. What are you excited about the show? I'm really excited about the show. I, I'm third. I just nervous. turned. I just turned 32, and I still to this day cannot find something I look forward to more than Babe, playing music. I can't music. believe you're 32. No, I like it. I like it. I feel uh, I'm getting my beard trimmed as soon as we finish the podcast. I'm gonna. I just like. It feels like you. You just bought a producing book. I just. I just bought a book on mixing, which I'm really excited about, and I just. Yeah, I feel. I feel very content and. Yeah. Uh, the show is something that I'm really looking forward to. So if you're in Athens, Georgia, Thursday night at the Lewis Room, t- tomorrow night, if you're listening to this in real time. Okay, I love you. Patreon, bless, go. Let's go.